0: Ladies and gentlemen, we welcome you once again to the Astro Radio Z Christmas special. And it is about of the ages, a battle of superstars, gigantic egos in the ring. And tonight they go head to head in a fantastically seasonal fashion. First off, in the left corner, we have Wayne Inad. I forgot, but his 24-inch pythons are full of frost and mirth as we look at Hulk Hogan in Santa with Muscles. And in the right corner, he's the man, the myth, the man who had the longest running record in WCW and then was reduced to being a heel at one point. Well, he is now uh, dirty Santa who goes around killing people in Santa's sleigh. It's a bout
1: of the ages and of the season here tonight. So let's get ready to radio.
2: It becomes a rave all of a sudden. <laughs> I think he was starting off with, are you ready for this? Which Are you ready for this? I, th- no. I think that's what it was. Are you yes. ready for Yeah, that's... Random <laughs> sports start from early, late 90s, early 2000s. Yeah. Uh- <laughs> well, at least it wasn't
3: Jump by was uh, a Pain.
0: Pack it up, pack it in Let me begin
3: I came to rhyme to, sorry. White people's national anthem at <laughs> sports venues <laughs> Thanks for joining us here Astro Zombies For another Tide episode Filled with merriment and joy You heard him, that was Mark the Movie Man Has joined us today along with Doc Hello Doc, it's been a while since you've been on Astro Radio Z How have you been? Oh yeah,
2: I've been alright brother Been busy Going and beating up all the Hulkamaniacs, because those guys are a bunch of fools. Macho Man Randy Savage has been keeping an eye on that Hulk Hogan. He's been talking bad about my father, and I'm not going to have it anymore, man. Meet me behind the 7-Eleven, or we're going to finish it.
1: Let me tell you, brother, you're the one who betrayed the Hulkamaniacs, and all of them worldwide. I'm coming at you right now. I don't care, Randy Macho Man Savage. Yeah, you heard me right. I eat my vitamins, I say my prayers, and I listen to my mom and dad, and I'm going to bring the 24-inch pythons down on you, yeah. Ain't
2: you been on the internet, Hulk Hogan? Don't you see that I'm in good movies like that Empire Strikes Back? I'm the emperor! (laughs) I'm running all that dark side all around, making them exercise and everything so we can take out little namby pambies like you.
1: Let me tell you, brother, the Jedi maniacs out there, they're coming after you. That's right. I've trained them. I've trained them hard. We got our lightsabers, but we don't need the lightsabers because when you got the 24-inch pythons, with the force, they're going to be a force to reckon with and coming down with the big leg on the Sith this Saturday, t- December 24th, 19-whatever, I'm coming after you because what are you <laughs> going to do when Hulkamania and the Jedi's run wild on you?
2: I'm going to count all my merch money because Darth Vader is where is that with the money, baby. <laughs> all about the cash, I don't know if they have money in Star Wars, but I believe that makes sense.
1: It's called credits, brother, and I've got a million of them.
3: Oh, Great episode so far, guys. Great episode so far. Pat ourselves on the back. Whew. Yes, that's right, Mark the Movie Man. We're here about to talk about two wrestling Christmas movies. When we were trying to concoct a reason to come back and do one of these Christmas episodes on Astro Radio Z, what was the angle? We were originally going to be doing all the It's Alive movies. We kind of did them. We did, we did the the first Christmas episode was it's alive it's
2: because we couldn't stand the idea of doing that over the course of three years yeah so <laughs> when, the, when, when, when episodes I, that movie sucked let's go do something else now
3: right so we we do the second and the third one on what was supposed to be the final episode of this podcast I' you you were right doc I am Terry funk. I, I did. I did come back. it's Yes, it, we'll get that. We'll
2: get you your record at some point.
3: Go to yeah. Japan. It'll be good. It'll be great. It'll be a, a big pop. Um, and then when we decided to come back and do this episode, the only one that was left of the It's Alive series was the remake, and I don't think a single one of us wanted to fuck with that thing. Not really. No, I'm good. Nope. No. So what was the angle? We we sat and tossed around a lot of stuff, and then it was just like wrestling Christmas movies and horror movies at that. Well, one of the movies today that we're going to talk about in this bout against two wrestling giants uh, is a horror movie, and the other one is horrible. So we're going to have a battle off here on the podcast tonight between Hulk Hogan and Bill Goldberg with two movies that they made many years ago. First movie we're going to talk about tonight is the fucking Hulk Hogan family gimmick called Santa with Muscles. Now, this was a movie that I was aware of for many, many years, and it looked like horseshit, so I didn't watch it. Doc, would you like to tell the listeners, what is the plot of Santa with Muscles?
2: It is the worst Batman origin story ever. <laughs> hey as we find out that uh, Blake, which is Hogan pretending he can act for a moment. uh, This is 96. Had he actually started out as Hollywood Hulk Hogan being his heel move, it would have been better than whatever he did for that first 20 minutes. Um, But uh, he's a He's a fitness guy who sells supplements, which are probably all sawdust, and uh, he's managed to make money on this. He, he has enough money to have a mansion and a, a enough of a staff that they can attack him every morning like he's Inspector Clouseau. He takes his buddies out paintballing, apparently in the wild, uh, because then they inadvertently run across as they're driving around shooting each other with paintballs. Uh, Clint Howard, as a policeman, who then activates every cop in the, the small town area. Or a See, okay
3: eight. so uh, yeah let's let's slow it down to and let's discuss this scene so Do it. they're driving around hogan is driving around shooting paintballs with the chef and the butler and a bunch of other people that work for him and then why exactly are the cops
2: after him at all i'm assuming you know, he, this is not a it appeared to me that this was not like a paintball area they just were like driving down a you know a a dirt road where Clint Howard happened to be hanging out, and the the one motorcyclist runs over his hood. So he freaks out because all he sees is the guns. He doesn't see the paintball. Yeah, and then okay. they're on city streets because he's rich and he don't give a fuck.
0: Yeah, he saw he saw the guns and thought they were real guns and not paint guns. Yeah. and since it's a Humvee that he's driving around in.
2: Terrorists. Yes. Yeah.
3: Makes total sense. Well, he was in Desert Storm,
0: as he he
2: tells us. That's right. He did have a flashback briefly in that (laughs) brief moment. So as as they're driving away, because Blake thinks this is fun to run from the cops then and not go, hey, sorry, brother. We were just paintballing and got out of hand. Total misunderstanding. No, no. let's have a high speed chase. Let's start shooting shooting paintballs at windscreens so the cops almost die. This is going to be fun. Then he bails out of his moving car that he is driving, <laughs> runs into a mall, hides from the cops because he, he dresses as Santa to hide from the cops. As they chase him, then, once they realize you know, his, his camo was sticking out from underneath the Santa costume, he hides in a garbage disposal like tube that runs through this multi-level building, uh, gets bonked on the head. Uh, so that he crashes to the bottom of this into the basement and because concussions are fun children then has amnesia for a while in which case he is convinced by local hoodlum that he is santa so that he can be robbed potentially (laughs) the worst robber of all time true you know because he ends well that and he goes face at the end of it anyway so and but does he really go face
3: at the end of this? That's a conversation I want to have. That's fair. Uh, a little later on after we get
2: through the rest of the plot here, such as it is. Uh, yeah. Uh, amnesiac concussed Santa, who gets more head trauma on his way to being Santa, uh, then just sees a robbery happening for. Uh, they're raising money for the orphanage, the local orphanage that they're tr- that the bad mad scientist is trying to shut down. <coughs> Who is Ed, Ed Bagley Jr. Jr.? <laughs> yes, one of the few bright spots in this film. And that's really pushing it. No offense to Ed <laughs> Bagley Jr. Um, so Amnesiac Santa then all of a sudden starts fighting crime, decides he has to go to the orphanage to protect it. And through a long set of circumstances and backs and forths and slightly comedic fight scenes that are clearly not performed by Hulk Hogan... Um, <laughs> you find out, uh, he gets bonked on the head again. Reclaims his memory, but then remembers everything while he was amnesiac. Apparently, because he needs to go back to the orphanage. Uh, okay, so let's. Let, when he gets his head bonked the second time, it's
3: because yeah. a shitty dummy is thrown from the top of this church into a garbage truck. Yes. That then he it materializes as okogan again.
2: Yes. Yeah. because well, he comes to next. In the garbage truck, the open back, you know, trailer garbage truck next to a, yeah. an empty, presumably canister of his, you know, protein powder, beefcake stuff. <laughs> and sees his face and with the name and it all comes back to him. And then he still protects the orphanage. Turns out he was a child at the orphanage and the Ed Begley Jr. Character was his bestest buddy growing up. And there's a cavern full of crystals that elude... <laughs> generate electricity underneath it and it's going to solve all our woes and that's why Ed Begley Jr. wants to shut down the orphanage so that he can make the children that are left in the orphanage mine the crystals and he'll make all the money and he's a germaphobe by the way so everything is disinfected and he's got you know dollar store Rick Mile working for him as his main doctor trying to keep him safe from germs but he also knows kung fu and his name is Ebner Frost yes Ab ab yeah yeah they call him Abner most of the time it seems like too. And Garrett Morris is the one that recognizes him, the old man that works as the at the orphanage to keep everything up and running and stuff like that. It's so
3: tippin So it shouldn't be a surprise to anyone. Of course, Hollywood Hulk Hogan era Hulk Hogan thwarts Ed Begley Jr.'s plan, saves the orchid orphanage. In a in a spectacular <laughs> sequence where this really terrible like model orphanage CGI. crashes to the ground,
2: love the love the miniature work, love the miniature early work. CGI, all the elect- you know the crackling and then it melts. The best part about it is after the orphanage is destroyed and the three children that are left that have been hanging out with us for this whole story, where are we going to go? He goes, I know where there's a place where there's some room, and I'm thinking. Well, Hulk Hogan was an orphan and he had a mansion. He'll take that. Nope. He takes him to, to the bad guy's mansion because the bad guy's in jail. Doesn't want the children at his house, but he's going to run over somebody else's private property.
3: And the bad guy literally in one of the most preposterous things I've seen in a movie. In some sometimes yes. they're all hanging out, throwing frisbees in the front yard at the end of the movie. And Hulk Hogan has a telescope pointed at the ground. Literally pointed at the ground. They're on a hill. They're on on a hill. And all of a sudden you can see. No, they are not on a hill. It's pointed at the fucking ground, (laughs) Mark. And they look into it and through the dirt, supposedly there's a jail down there where they can see the bad guys working. They are
2: picking up garbage in the yard of the prison with sticks like you would like when you, in movies, they send people to go to the park and clean up paper litter.
0: Oh, they 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 the, It was not pointed at the ground. They were just downhill because they are looking <laughs> down on the prison because his mansion just happens to be right next to the prison.
2: Which is abnormal because normally the people that have mansions don't want a prison in their backyard. Yeah, don't want to be right next to a prison. They're normally, they're, that's where NIMBY comes from, sir. They don't, not in my backyard. Rich people can go and say, I'm not having that near me. Mm-hmm. Don't be too much traffic if we put a Starbucks. There, but I need my coffee.
3: (laughs) Oh my gosh, just one of the insanely numerous things about this movie that made not a lick of fucking sense. Santa with Muscles is your average holiday hallmark bullshit movie with stunt casting abound. Uh, you got Hollywood Hogan in here. I mean, he looks as thin as you've ever seen. Hulk Hogan at all, and he obviously is starting to look at that, you know, the tail end of his wrestling Well, this was when he was off the roids. Post roids. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Early 90s is when that kind of, yeah, that everybody got real serious about that.
3: Yep. And he is, for some reason, I guess, I'm guessing the producers really liked the Ernest movies (laughs) because... He is trying to like channel Jim Varney uh, through this
2: entire movie. Not considered that, but that makes a lot of sense. It doesn't. It is so awful. Like, I didn't say it wasn't awful. This. I just said it made sense.
3: <laughs> Two different things. Yes, I agree. So, so you got Hogan trying to be fucking earnest in this goddamn movie. Ed Bagley Jr. has three henchmen that are just some of the worst henchmen ever. You have one that's called Mrs. Watt that shoots electricity. Yeah, because she's electrifying. Out of her gloves. You got one dude that gets taken out by his own farts.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And the archaeologist dude.
3: Yeah.
0: Oh, Um, and the doctor. So he's got actually four men. He's got four henchmen. So
2: don't forget Dr. Vile. Uh, Again, so- Dollar Store, Rick Mile, trying to be like that creepy, like, I don't really know how sex works kind of comic figure. <laughs> but I'm trying to ease up on ladies. But he ain't good at that joke. But Nope. He sells it, though.
0: He is trying it out of all those actors, he is just into that role, man. Actually, I
2: mean, he- with that hair, it's almost Dollar Store Richard E. Grant. <laughs> That's what I was thinking about
3: this movie. Everything about this movie is dollar store right from the beginning where we have the credit, the font used, which is your typical Empire Pictures red font, the same (laughs) shit that was used in Ghoulies and a ton of other Empire (sighs) Pictures movies. Um, You you got all this really horrible stunt casting in this movie, like fucking uh, Clint Howard comes in and uh, he's in it for all of five minutes. Um, You have Mia Kunis as a little girl in this movie. She's in there for five minutes. Um, There's nothing endearing about this movie. You have shitty stop music playing over and recycled sound effects. There's this great sequence. Oh my god. So Hulk Hogan, as Doc had said, gets his head bonked and they hide out uh, because the he's dubbed santa with muscles and he just looks like a leather daddy santa with all this fucking shit on he he, they're trying to hide out from these bad guys and from the press because uh the guy that's trying to you know dupe him into giving him all his money this elf guy uh is trying to hide him from everyone else so he can somehow get the money and they're at this orphanage there's this scene where they're having a big dinner mm-hmm. and there's kids laughing
2: the entire time,
3: but it's the same looped kids laughing
2: sound for like a five minute sequence. But it's only three, three seconds of giggling.
3: Yeah, it's, but it's the same sound looped literally for the entire sequence. It, it's madness. But it
2: sounds like the laugh of the <laughs> you know, the people trapped in hell. <laughs> the it's, insane, you know. My, you know.
3: Yeah, it. it uh, that's the best way I could ever put it. Is exactly what you just said. It reminded me of Suburban s- Sasquatch, where <laughs> the Sasquatch sound wow just wah, 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 wah. the entire fucking. <laughs> it
2: just sounds like a car that won't start. Jeez.
3: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, so you got that going on, Mark. You haven't said much about this yet. What do you? What did you think about Santa with muscles going into it? How, did you think this thing was a cheap motherfucking gimmick? Hey, uh,
0: well, what was funny is when it very first started. I'm like, wait, did I pick Santa's sleigh because they literally both open with the this wide shot of a house during Christmas, and then the font came up. I'm like, wait, is Santa with muscles supposed to be a horror film because it's all in red, and it's in like you said that stock font, and then. Uh, going into it, I didn't know what to expect. My wife actually came in, she watched two minutes, she sat down and watched the whole thing because she loves watching uh Christmas movies, especially kind of shitty Christmas
3: movies. And <laughs> the, I'm the, sorry, Joe. I'm sorry we she, made you watch this. Well, movie. she
0: she enjoyed a I, I, little jump ahead, but she enjoyed this more than uh she she couldn't even make it through Santa's sleigh. But oh uh, my gosh, to uh, but each she their own, I guess, we, to each their own. But we watched it, but it was like one of those. It, I was just fascinated Jill and I were both watching it and I'm like I I, we were actually enjoying it but there was something in our brain going we shouldn't be enjoying this because this is total crap but there was just something fascinating about I have no idea where this fucking movie is going to go next I mean just when you think you got it figured out. suddenly. These four henchmen show up that look like rejects from, you know, the from uh Dr. Evil's League of Evil, you know. What I mean, it's just
3: oh, yeah, <laughs> but we're to, but we're talking like Dollar General League of Eagles. Oh, yeah, I
2: thought they you were know, left uh, over from uh, Batman and Robin, or that too, Batman <laughs> right and Robin, time period, right? Yeah, that's about the right time period. Uh, would be is fitting for Batman, Batman and Robin movie, so it, you know,
0: it is, it is, but um, it was just. It was one of those morbid, just just oddly fascinating films because you're just watching this and your brain's trying to comprehend they actually m- made this. This this actually was broadcast. Someone actually thought this was a really good idea. Um, you know, it, it it's so bad. Uh, I think that's why we found it entertaining because it was so bad. It was just, and I was looking for Mia Kunis. I'm like, where the hell is she? And my wife was like, She's one of the orphan kids. I'm like, orphan Mm -hmm. kids? What? I'm looking, I'm trying to look, and she's like, yeah, she's like, no, this is like four years before that 70s show. I'm like, yeah, "Yeah." oh. He was only like 15,
2: 16 when that show started. She lied about her age.
0: Yeah. uh, I'm like, oh, okay. That's right. Cause she did lie. She did lie about her age to get on that 70s show. Yeah. Uh, Because I'm like sitting there going, wow, that. You know, I'm like, I didn't even all, all honesty though, when this movie opens, I'm like, where's Hulk Hogan?
2: You for a moment. Dude, that to toupee is not that bad where you can't recognize Hulk Hogan. I
0: I, <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't even not, play like not, you're like, like Brett like, Michaels. No, for like 30 <laughs> seconds when the first film first started, I'm like, wait, is that is that Hulk Hogan? What? I like, oh, that is he bullshit. does look
3: oddly different i mean yeah. let's let's be honest the movie starts off real strong with hulk hogan like you know an action scene where he's flipping guys <laughs> kicking them you know just kicking everybody's ass and then this movie fucking hits a brick wall like a goddamn meteor <laughs> hitting a brick wall
2: in that sequence is so awful too. it is bad it is quite bad. It's like he's thought, standing at one place and you cut to his POV and he's like ducking around like a, you know, like he's looking through this bush to make sure that the guy is doing, you know, he can sneak up on this guard and everything. And you cut back to Hogan. He hasn't moved at all. <laughs>
0: well, we're, we're, <laughs> well, we're sitting there. My wife and her were watching this and I'm like sitting there going, what is is all the help attacking him? Why is all the help at this because you know at first it plays out like an action sequence I'm like what is he an actor is he is he actually like some kind of action guy you know some soldier I thought he was trying
3: to infiltrate yeah I thought he was I, trying to infiltrate this place well, the way that they set it up it seemed like he, you know he is like some secret right. agent trying to get into this place and then you find out no that's his house and well, these are just fucking people that work for him then I guess this is how he keeps active his exercise he's training yeah. them for the real battle yep. at some point I guess. that's
0: yeah. his exercise going on on, which he's
3: makes trying you, to
2: start a militia. Let's be fair. <laughs> yeah, he's like, gonna try and take over local government. He, he is. <laughs> he, you know, well, head.
3: obviously, it, when when uh, it all makes sense now, guys, when he, they're doing the the paintball yeah. and the cops join, uh, you know, join in, he's like, "This is what we've been waiting
2: yeah. for." Now is our time. <laughs> this will be interesting. Let's have fun. It's like practice for when we actually kill him. You know, it makes you wonder if, if- <laughs> the cops when we kill the cops.
3: Mind you, there is a scene later in the movie where this comes back again when he gets his memory yes. back mm-hmm. and he's doing another chase. And what do the cops do? They pull out bazookas. <laughs> they shoot bazookas at him. Uh-huh.
0: My wife, my wife also pointed out. She's like, does every cop car say sheriff on it? She's like. That's
3: not how that works. (laughs) They (laughs) all say sheriff Yep. (laughs) And they definitely don't shoot bazookas at people,
2: Mark. Well, they think
0: they're terrorists. They think they're terrorists because obviously they're
2: in a Humvee. It's 1996. (laughs) They didn't think they were terrorists. Well, he thought only Clint (laughs) Howard thought they were terrorists. Only Clint Howard because he He suffered from major PTSD. From from Desert Storm because he entered Desert Storm at probably like 52. (laughs)
4: Yeah.
2: Right. Returning, well, at, well, returning as Slyke a premier George. general or something. No offense.
3: I Every Johnny Slick John deputy definitely has in his back of his like where the shotgun yeah. is just a bazooka. They have a bazooka. <laughs> well, back they were there.
2: cheap. They were on. They got them discount after Desert Storm because they didn't need <laughs> them anymore. They were all Clint at the Hunt. Army Navy store. You know, marked down cheap. So they no, they no, Clint
0: Howard. Them. That's what he brought back from him when he was in Desert Storm. He brought it back a whole oh, surplus. They, were like, they had, they had, they had like trophies. Yeah, they're like well, no, they were giving them away. You know, oh. they're like employee things. You know, like when they have extra inventory <laughs> that they can't get rid of. Yeah, the military was like, "Here, Clint Howard, take this back to your small town sheriff job." And he's like, "Okay." And so he brought back a whole bunch of, you know,
2: uh, just in case terrorists attack. And yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was prepared. <laughs> you know, Clint Howard was a Boy Scout as a youth, so that all does that's, make sense. He that's would be prepared. true. It was. I I, en- I enjoyed. Uh, Clint Howard. <laughs> so I always, always enjoy Clint
3: Howard. <laughs> Clint Howard. Oh, he's was the quad. best part of the movie. Yes. Those <laughs> scenes, those two scenes we just talked about best parts of the movie and mind you we haven't talked about anything else because the rest of this movie is bullshit. Nothing fucking happens in this it movie. In, they hang out in
2: our It is in theory a comedy. But it it's not funny. <laughs> <laughs> Clint all. Howard's a little funny there are a couple moments where I found Dark, Don Stark funny but I'm not sure if that's me going I actually think he's funny in this or if it's me going okay I liked him as Bob Pinciotti on that 70s show and I'm like <laughs> giving him extra credit because I enjoyed his work there I suspect yeah. he did not have a lot to work with it's clear and he is, Nobody he is did. working his butt off to try and turn it into something but there's nothing there <laughs> Oh, oh I, there's I,
3: I, literally nothing in this movie. There's uh, to, to put forward more 90 isms in this. There is a dude where at the end where they infiltrate this orphanage because, you know, there are there's a crystal cavern and catacombs underneath this, <laughs> okay. yes. this fucking orphanage uh, let's not let's not uh, like downplay the fact that the, the the fucking climax of this movie is that there is a catacomb with crystals <laughs> in the bo- underneath <laughs> <laughs> this why do you think we're talking about
2: star wars <laughs> <laughs>
3: search
2: your feelings <laughs> but, you know you could be a good guy again no i can't i have to kill you oh
3: so stupid so stupid the whole twist where they you know their best friends whatever there's a fight where the henchmen start falling upon this place there's a white guy in sumo
2: face you know who that is you know who that is right no who is that that? somebody we had to talk about i was preparing to talk about the dude where he does the sumo thing and then uh hogan steps on the pew to take him out that's ed leslie that's brother brutai that's oh the worst God. part about this is Named that Brother really? tie in asian face oh my. <laughs> i'm like oh, <laughs> oh God. and it sticks out like such a thor- sore thumb that's the butcher it, it's dude it's
4: terrible yeah it is horrible. jill and i looked at that
2: and i'm and went, like Ooh. and i like, looked at the door, whoa okay <laughs> that moment and then in retrospect especially when you first when hogan first becomes santa When he's delusional and amnesiac, they plop him down on the Santa chair, and the first kid they bring him happens to be African-American. Yes. And Hogan's look of confusion has not (laughs) aged well. No. At all. No. (laughs) And I went, ooh awkward. Well, well, we, we aren't even talking about To be how, fair, he's severely concussed as a the, character, so I'll give him that, but it's just like, ooh, awkward. <laughs> the old, the
0: old, the the elderly gentleman who took care of the orphanage who happened to be African-American.
2: Garrett Morris, the... he has a name, yep.
3: sir. Yes, yeah, sorry. Yeah, Garrett <laughs>
2: Morris. No, but I forgot. He used to I've be funny him. once. He,
3: well, no he's funny.
2: definitely not funny in this oh, movie. And no, yeah, he, Garrett has nothing funny to do in this movie. Garrett Morris, thank you. No, I forgot
0: his name early I snl I, i'm yes class and that's all you know garrett, garrett morris got me It got me at the end I, I that's why i texted you guys i'm like sitting there going okay why is garrett morris who was the caretaker at the orphanage for 30 plus years everything's resolved hey we're doing the new orphanage at this mansion
2: why is he still being the caretaker and he's mowing the lawn during a party Yes, they're is. all playing on the lawn he's still tr- he's still trying to mow it while they do that maybe maybe he's yep. trying to mow down some young crackers I don't know uh- well maybe he has to cut the grass
3: because the only way you could see the bad guys is to point the <laughs> telescope at the ground and <laughs> Well, and the, the ground grass was too they high. They're on the hill. And no, don't no, see jail. it's not. Where does it ever establish that they're on a hill? No, the you
2: get the to prison. use your imagination. The prison <laughs> is in an ant hill on the ground. They shrunk them down so they couldn't escape. This is an early MCU thing, and that's the original Ant Man gave him that because that's a that's a just a a, a, a a prison that he set up years ago to hold some spy. I okay. <laughs> Honey, this is the sh- Marvel type. <laughs> well, the then, other one yeah. is too. Honey, honey, yeah, I most sh- of these movies honey- are MCU movies. We'll get to that. <laughs>
0: honey, I shrunk the dime store villains. Yes. You know, yeah.
3: <laughs> I, I think We could go on and make this an episode in and of itself. This sequence where they're looking through the telescope <laughs> pointed, and it's like
2: two seconds long. It's it's. Cl- <laughs> in theory, the filmmakers thought this would be closure.
3: But, it's it, a, but it raised so many questions like, that it's the
2: only thing I can think about with this like movie. Oh, we'll do one more, quote, joke, unquote, for the end of the film. <laughs> there are no jokes in this film. The film is the joke.
0: What do you mean there's no <laughs> jokes? There's Hogan where he literally is so strong he can lift up a uh, ice cream truck while it's driving
2: yes. to save
0: <laughs> Garrett Morris. He saves his life, man. He did I, save his life. By grabbing the the ice cream truck full and pulling of it
2: backwards,
0: and pulling it backwards, because the
2: amnesiac was... man does not know his own strength at that moment, and he's right, perfectly willing to damage his own body because he's yes. concussed. Yes. <laughs> yes.
4: oh my god don't get me wrong
2: i like watching like you know we'll go back gilligan's island and you'll bonk on the coconut on the head ha 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 a little head trauma no big deal this is not that kind of head trauma he (laughs) falls he He literally fell like three stories concrete floor and then they and then they bop him in at like every low-hanging you know, you know they, as they're walking him through the elf chalet, it's like, oh, lo- boom, hang on, oh, let's make you duck there, ha, 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 and I'm like, oh, it just, let me put it like this, wrestlers and concussions no longer amuse me. <laughs> <laughs> that's <laughs> a voice episode that's coming soon, sir.
0: What was what, hilarious is we're watching this, my wife and I, and, and as he's a chase, as he's on the run of the cops, she's like, I bet you he suffers some head trauma. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, you know what? No, he's going to he's gonna disguise himself as Santa. And then we high-fived as we both were right. He got <laughs> head trauma and disguised himself <laughs> I've,
2: as I've not watched this before. I've read about it enough times where I, I knew and I had forgotten it. And it was still like, really? <laughs> knew, that's it. That's that's the best you got, right? We knew, we knew nothing
0: of this movie going in. I just was like, oh, hey, free on voodoo. All
3: right. Boom. <laughs> oh my well they just released Mill Creek just released this on Blu-ray. Oh did they really? So there's a push. Literally, uh good friend Seth of all the gimmicks just did a review on his celluloidterror.com uh website nice. on or actually on YouTube. And uh yeah. I don't know other than if this was the nice price of five bucks. Dollar tree, dollar why Yeah, oh Dollar Tree. If you pick this up at the dollar tree it might be worthwhile anything more than a dollar i don't i don't know why they wasted the pixels on this movie i don't i i seriously don't know why you would you this is a movie that easily could be forgotten for the rest of eternity and nobody would miss you it. know how we you
2: know how we make you forget it we bonk you on the head We bonk you on
3: the head. Can you please, by the end of this Christmas day and this Christmas episode, Doc, bonk me on the head so I don't remember Santa with muscles? Oh, it's not that
2: bad. It's pretty close. It's so boring. It's so milkshake. No, I've seen worse, but this is just very charmless to me. Mm.
3: It's charmless. It's, it's indescript. You, you'll forget it the moment you, you finish it. The only reason I remember it, because I had to take
2: notes on the thing for this it's, fucking episode. It is, it is a background filler at any given party. It's not something you watch. Yes. And, and, and all three of us have watched some movies that were, hey, that was not a good movie. But most of them you have some fun with. And I just... Found it very oh, difficult sweet. to find fun in this movie. And, then, and I, yeah, I
3: think good. Mark, the reason you had so much fun with it, because you got to watch it with somebody. That could, that be. could be. I watched this by myself. If Okay, we were that <laughs> it in
2: the same room, we probably would have had more fun as a team doing. Yes,
3: that's, agreed.
0: That's probably why I enjoyed it more. I sat with my wife, and yeah. we were making commentary while we were watching it. Yes, uh, yes.
2: on it. And And we just sat here watching it like schmucks, yes. This is
0: is like one of those films, You, yeah, you have to watch with a group if you're going to get any enjoyment out of it. Because we did, because we found many amusing things, because we were picking out the ridiculousness of it and just fascinated by just when you thought, oh, no, it can't get... Oh, Ed Bagley Jr. <laughs> is a germaphobe, yet he's a. Oh,
3: my jaw hit the floor once Ed Bagley Jr. showed up. It's fucking tough in this movie. <laughs> and I was just like, are you fucking are serious?
2: Through video screens? I mean. No, no, no. Old CRT TVs. Well, it was 96, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was 96. So yeah, yeah. They did, we didn't have. It was the future of flat has not arrived yet.
3: No,
0: but he had still the technology to wirelessly broadcast himself
2: into an to, ice cream a TV in an ice cream truck. This is true.
0: Yes, yeah. So he was had advancement. He had that wonderful evil layer radar map of. <laughs> of it looked like someone vomited on it, and he was crossing off X's for the plots. Because they never (laughs) established till like 10 minutes before the end of the film. Why the hell there's this map with these blotches on it? No. You you don't get his motivation till then. Otherwise, you're like, why? Why?
2: No. And on on a plus side, had we known the motivation, we would have all figured it out in two minutes. And you've been sitting there for 50 minutes going, just get to the end. Yeah, just (laughs) like you said, you don't know where that movie was going. That 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 does provide a little bit of like, okay, wow, that took a twist. Hey, let's go to the catacombs underneath the church. (laughs) That must be why why the windows light up when she sings.
0: I was trying to figure
2: out why (laughs) the hell
0: why the hell where they were exactly because obviously it's california i think or
3: oh obviously okay
0: so it's california yet when you get to the scene with the mall everybody's talking like they're from new york and then you have catacombs below this entire city
2: i'm I'm (laughs) assuming they filmed it in well you know mark because it's cheaper
3: there Right. Well, I you know, Mark, the same all stuff. gangsters have have New York accents. They all sound like they're from New Jersey. Well, that's that's all gangsters. They Even sh- the lady, yes.
0: the lady running the Santa booth, she had that. I'm like, why What? Why?
2: Why do you? <laughs> they should have had the, the the guys that were trying to steal the the big round plastic bowl of money at the <laughs> beginning wearing like ECW shirts, so you at least knew they were going to be <laughs> bad guys one guy's wearing like an anarchy shirt you just turn it into anarchy rules and then you're all set Um, I assumed that it was set in the same small town as the first Thor movie which is why I think it's an MC because I saw some of the like the main street awnings on the buildings look kind of similar and I'm like okay headcanon headcanon this is this is a prequel to the Thor movie
3: yeah you heard it first here Astro Zombies Santa with muscles is the prequel to all of the MCU this is where it all started (laughs) <laughs> Santa with muscles. Hey, Santa so-
2: Slay, I also assume is also part of the MCU because of Goldberg's
3: character. <laughs> we'll get we'll get to that in just a moment. So let's right. wrap this one up. Obviously, I if I'm gonna put down my vote right now, this is getting a a, a zero, no score for me going forward in this battle. Um, if, if we were going to, you know, mark the fighters as to who's getting the score by round, whatever, this would get a zero all across the board. Uh, Doc, what would you give this thing?
2: I agree with uh, our discussion that had we watched this as a as a team together, that we may have had a different reaction to it. Uh, mark, obviously, his experience... Differing slightly, apparently, because of that. But uh, as for me, yeah, no, this is uh, this is a submission. This is a tap out right here. <laughs> I, I I see the hand hitting the mat, and I'm I'm looking for the ref. Oh no, it's a Hebner! <laughs> Crap, he's going to cheat. It's blind Earl Hebner. Get him out of here. <laughs>
3: oh fuck! He grabbed the ropes. He grabbed the ropes. It doesn't count.
2: Jimmy Hart pushed the ropes to Hulk Hogan. This is clearly, clearly cheating. <laughs>
3: it's a work. It's a complete work. <laughs> Mark, what are you giving this thing? I gotta give it a one. You're going. You're you're giving it a thumbs up. This is this is a good gimmick. I'm giving a thumbs up on
0: this, um, mainly because probably because of the experience uh, of watching it. My wife gave it a thumbs up between the two films, um, so I'm I'm casting her vote. It's it's a thumbs up. Yes, we had fun. I had fun watching it, but I was with someone watching it. And we had a good, good, good way to chuckle. And that's, I think, the only way to watch any film like this is you need a group. There was alcohol involved. Um,
3: and so go. i think i think jill needs to get on the podcast she, you can't be not, voting for her
2: jill's got to be saying her own piece on this thing i was i watched this in the afternoon and was not drunk enough to watch this movie.
3: <laughs> i watched this at, I, at nine o'clock at night on 1.5 speed on youtube <laughs> and it still was too
2: long <laughs>
3: One point five speed.
4: Uh.
2: Actually, not that I say that I finished it after I started it and then had to go to the event I was working and then came it's, back and finished it and going, I'm not having there's a not enough bourbon in I'm, my I'm, body to this <laughs> I am gonna say that
0: of, of Hulk Hogan's early film work, well only film work, um Hulk
2: Hogan's <laughs> oeuvre.
3: Oh, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh, wow. you sure you want to put that out there in the world?
2: Wow. Well, he'll put. He can pull his pants back up. It'll be fine. (laughs) Leather Daddy Hulk Hogan. Leather Daddy Hulk
0: Hogan. (laughs) This is probably one of his better acting jobs. It's not saying anything at all, really, about it. But it, it, it. He wasn't. He legitimately was trying to be a character other than Hulk Hogan. Almost anything else you see him in, he's the the Hulk Hogan persona regardless of what you call him but in this one okay. he was actually trying to be something other than Hulk Hogan uh, did it work no. but he's trying you can tell he he's actually legitimately trying not to be And maybe it's because he's off the roids by this point and realized he looked himself in the mirror and going oh I can't rely on my good looks anymore <clears throat>
3: Oh my gosh! But you know that, what we should have we should have done? That's fair. Yeah, that's fair. What what we no. should have done for this for the scoring of this is how many jingle bells are we giving this out of <laughs> out of three out of two? How many jingle bells out of two are we Dude, giving? Jingle, jingle bells. balls. How many jingle balls that. are we giving this out of two? How many how many jingle balls are you giving this doc?
2: Okay. I'll give it one jingle ball. It, because at two marks point, there is like one line where he sounds like Hulk Hogan. The rest of it, like I said, the early part of it, he should have been Hollywood. The bulk of the film, he sounds like Terry. Yeah. He, he sounds like Terry Hulk, which is hi, I'm just trying to be a normal person. Hi, I'm Terry Malaya. How's it going? You know, good to see you. I'm a friendly. I've heard that in person, he is very amiable. Mm-hmm. I have never met him. I've had a couple of friends that have met him. They said he's he's Actually, really fun, and I'm like, okay, not like met men, but like at a con or something where sure, 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 you sure, shake sure. hands and you go, okay, for that five minutes, you know, cool. So I could see, I'll give him one for the effort.
3: All right, Mark, how many jingle balls?
0: Uh, can we go half seas? Like, is it a little cold in the room? Don't don't <laughs>
3: split jingle balls. <laughs> one or two jingle balls or no jingle balls. Oh, okay, uh, one jingle ball. Okay. okay. All right. I'm giving this no jingle balls. This this thing is, uh, he went and had the operation. They're gone. <laughs> <laughs> no jingle balls this Christmas for Santa with muscles. So let's move on to our second, uh, our second contestant here on the holiday episode of Astro Radio Z, Santa Slay, which is the Bill Goldberg-fueled Santa gimmick, where Bill Goldberg plays Satan's son. Santa Claus. Do you didn't know this about Santa? He's actually Satan's son who was who who was duped in a curling match with an angel into into being good to kids for a thousand years in the movie starts with him starting to raise some hell in hell township, which is a place in this movie because this is the last year of his thousand years and he finally gets to start ruling like Hellboy his destiny is to take over the world and (laughs) and bring the devil's work onto earth and who is there to beat him and to try and thwart his evil plans an ancient grandpa archangel and his grandson and boy I have no idea how they even come close to fighting Bill Goldberg in this gimmick, because Jesus Christ, Bill Goldberg is killing everything in this motherfucker. He's tearing off arms, hitting people with arms, throwing forks through people. First shot of this movie starts off with Fran Drescher's rack. That is literally the first (laughs) image of this movie is
2: Fran Drescher's tits. Yeah, pretty this much. This movie opened beautifully. I love the opening of this movie. Also, the, the the amount of cameo right in that first sequence is like, whoa, hey. They blew the entire budget in the first <laughs> scene alone. Now, let's start the movie. That I is gave not you- true. Chris Kattan could not have cost more than $20. <laughs> a model- oh, whoa, oh, oh,
3: whoa. Oh. Well, it's not just Chris Kattan in this first. Okay, so the movie starts. It's the preamble to set up the ludicrous plot uh, that I just told you about um, which is, is
2: hilarious and fun
3: it's ridiculous my. but uh, yes, the for opening sequence much. is like your your family Christmas at the dinner table where the, oh, everybody's together except if that family was the mom is Fran Drescher's tits uh, <laughs> the dad is James fucking Kahn Oh, <laughs> fucking Chris Catan! I don't know how, the, what kind of blackmail they had on James Con to get him in Santa's sleigh, but he's not man, even credited. Man, <laughs> they pulled some major strings to get fucking James Con in this gimmick. I
2: uh, wonder you, if he was like already in Canada. and They went, hey, would you come here for like a couple hours? And he's <laughs> like, what is it? And he's like, and they're like, oh, it's a horror movie, quote unquote horror comedy where Santa kills a bunch of folks. And he's like. How much are you paying me? Sure. What the hey?
3: Hey, can you grab? I I think. Oh, we're shooting my, like my about five minutes away in. from the airport that you're about to fly out on. Can you my come in here and do this?
2: Can we get this done before that? Sure. All right. Fine.
3: <laughs> oh, so you got James Conn. You got Chris Catan. You got Dave Thomas in this Yes. Room.
0: <laughs> He's later on. He's not in the opening, though, but you, you got no, Rebecca, Rebecca Gayhart. Rebecca Gayhart
2: was. Yep. <laughs> Rebecca Gayhart. And Before then later. Was shunned. Yeah. yeah. Later in the movie, Tiny Lester shows up. <laughs> and that was a grand disappointment for me. I won't lie, because I wanted this. As, as much as I didn't want Tiny to get hurt in any way, shape or form, if he could have gotten a one, if Goldberg could have gotten one over him. Ooh, Hogan would have been pissed. <laughs> I would have loved, I would have that, yeah, because Zeus, if he is Zeus would have jobbed at Goldberg, ooh, Hogan would have been mad.
3: So, anyways, I had to get all the stunt casting in this movie out of the way. But the first opening sequence, some fucking fairly to- heavy yeah. hitters. Yeah. You've
0: got all these heavy hitters, and they're playing the worst family in the world. Uh treating each other like shit at Christmas. Though you do get some well, great dialogue in this opening.
3: Except sequence. for the line that James Khan throws out there. Trigger <laughs> warning right now. He calls Chris Catan half a fag. Yeah. And right yeah. off the bat off the bat, I was like, Oh <laughs> man, am I gonna hate this movie? Yeah.
2: Is that what this is gonna those. be? There was but there were no, some I, groaners,
3: yeah, definitely.
2: There were a couple were like, ooh, yeah, you can't do that anymore. <laughs> It's like no, that wasn't cool. But
3: but then you get it as the scene goes along and they're shitty to each other, and then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, Bill Goldberg as Satan Santa kicks the door, or no, he falls down the chimney, comes down the chimney, the chimney, and, and it starts like, destroy, <laughs> and starts destroying everything. I I had to say at that point, I literally was just like, this is my new favorite Christmas <laughs> movie I've ever fucking seen in my whole
2: life. Kind of the same. I, I'm like all chips are in, baby. <laughs> like
3: there's no way I'm out. I, don't, I, there, it could literally be Goldberg taking a shit for the rest of the movie, and I would have been balls deep <laughs> in it.
2: Yeah, pretty much. Well, let's, let's <laughs> hit, it's such a strong start. It's such
0: a strong start. He busts through the the freaking uh, fireplace and he just starts off In people <laughs> in a most horrific no. way.
2: And I love his First, he kicks the yes. dog <laughs> into the ceiling <laughs> he kicks the, Not a real dog <laughs> at no, that she, point. I'm sure he, you know. No, everything is cool, but it's still the buck. Ed just goes buck wild on these folks. He, oh.
0: he he set he sets Fran Drescher's head on fire and then drowns her in eggnog. This other lady. She falls over and she gets speared through the throat by her doggy bed's post. She yep. he takes the two forks for turkey and shelves them and sticks them in James Conn's hand so he's stuck to the, the freaking table and has to
2: watch his family yes. die in front of him. <laughs> yeah.
0: And let's, can we just say right now that Goldberg's Santa outfit? Is one of the coolest fucking
1: Santa outfits. It is so badass. Everything about it looks like he's wearing a,
2: well, a, a like a weight yep, belt slash championship. Yeah, it there. does. <laughs> and
3: Every, well, the whole design of of Goldberg Santa, from the outfit to the fact that his sleigh is drawn by a white buffalo yes. that
2: flies and eats people. It but, is. It, it's so Norse god. It is. And it fits in with the that because that's how they treat him as he's like a fall, which again, which is why it's part of the, the Thor mythology at this point. I want him in the background of the next Thor movie, <laughs> dressed like this, dressed like Santa, dressed <laughs> in this gimmick, so bad now. <laughs> Liven this up a little bit. He's yeah, I want him like hanging out in in you know with all the other gods and uh,
3: uh, Asgard It'd be a great thing. Uh, hey, if we can work in a crossover event of Santa's Slade 2 in the next Thor movie, I don't even know how that couldn't be the greatest movie ever created. It'd be awesome. Like, I literally, I have no idea. Santa, uh, Satan, Santa versus Thor? That's about for <laughs> ages, boys. <laughs> That is <laughs> but then you get that whole
0: ridiculous opening then it, they they like do that whole thing and then you're just like, "You know what? I'm good. I don't
3: I'm going to watch the rest of this film, but <laughs> that's just that, that would, it just keeps going, it Mark. It just keeps going. I mean, you of course you have little sections of nonsense with the, you know, the grandpa and the son. They got to have some, you know, okay. way to draw in the normies into this. Hi jinks! I mean, you got an old lady that's just being uh, fucking. Uh, <laughs> what's that her was nuts? So great. What's her nuts from the the Golden Girls? Uh, the old lady that's basically like the character. And she's then, uh,
2: just such an unpleasant person and then is driving like a schmuck and, just, and Nick Goldberg pulls up behind her. Get out of the way, bitch. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> please kill her. Please kill her. please. And, kill he, does. Her.
0: and he does. And he does. Because well, she's rude oh. to them at a Jewish deli because we've got Saul Rubinick in here. It's Mr. Green who runs oh. the deli with our two young actors uh, who, you know. They kind of have a thing for each other, the, the the young crew, and she's in there just being rude as hell because why he says happy holidays. Don't give me that Merry Christmas. He's like, I'm Jewish
3: for fuck's sake.
2: Yeah. Fifteen years ago, and that saw uh, yeah. her, you know, that's still a thing. Yep, you know? yeah. Yep, yep. Oh man. Oh my god. Then then Goldberg shows up to a strip club <laughs> and kills all the people in the strip club. Okay. When Pastor Dave Thomas said put more bills in, and I'm like Wait a minute. He's going to go to the club. And then the next thing you see him, and he's going into the... What What was the name of the joint? I've already the forgotten. Gold the, the, yes, the Gold Diggers. Yes. It's the Gold Diggers Club. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that's what got us that R rating. Oh, oh yeah. There's so yeah. many titties flying around that entire scene.
1: <laughs> Oof. Yeah, that, that was, that was, uh,
0: yeah, that's the gold diggers. Because, well, you had the scene before that with Pastor Timmons, played by Dave Thomas, uh, who was talking about, uh, people not uh, being charitable and make sure you put the big bills in the plate. Yeah. It, it, <laughs> I see a lot
2: of change in there. Don't put change in there. I want to see bills. <laughs> I, I love, I have a great fondness for Dave Thomas. So yes. that made me yes. happy. Yes. Also, we keep talking about Grandpa. It's Robert Culp. Culp. I also yep. have a grand fondness yep. and a great love for Robert Culp, so that made me super happy. But the way that he's they have a him, crazy man.
3: Yeah, but the way they have him in this, he's very downplayed. He is. Like I would agree with that. Yeah,
2: he gets to do some cool stuff, but he's he's just playing this chill old man. Who ends up? But who yeah. ends up being
0: the angel that you come to find out yeah. made the deal with. Uh, the son of Satan uh, to become Santa in the grand curling match, <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes. the curling which, match is, <laughs> which is super soup. I'm like, If it wasn't for the fact that they said hell, and I assume immediately this is Michigan because that's where (laughs) hell is, because there's a hell in Michigan, I would assume that this is Minnesota. (laughs) Minnesota, yeah. Because it's so freaking Norse. He's like, oh, because he goes to his grandson, oh, you've been keeping up on your Norse, you know, otherwise you're going to lose it and everything, because the book of Klaus is in Norwegian or ancient Norse or whatever. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, so one, it is some, even though it's, and again, you know, Christmas and all this is, is all you know we all know it's all from pagan origins and everything like that so mingling these two for this movie just makes sense yeah but still even at that point it's just like such a weird vibe and then we have this the book that tells you what's going on and, and, then, and then Doc one of the most
3: left turn things in a left turn movie we have yeah. a stop motion history section that looks like an old Rankin Bass Rudolph I love that so much so I much. was bored. At that point, I literally was like,
2: why have I never watched this movie before? I had the same reaction, my <laughs> friend. I went, I, 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 I've known about this and we've made fun of it. But why did I? This is brilliant. I I've want to wasted, watch this all the time now. I've
3: wasted my whole fucking life. you got to rank it past stop motion history section. 15 minutes in, there's a shitty dummy alert where Goldberg <laughs> throws a shitty dummy in a fucking dumpster. Yes. yes. This yes, movie's got gonna A kid, he came through his eye. There's fucking. <laughs> He's like. To a point. Uh, Jesus Christ, there's fucking exploding kids. There's a bazooka. Yes. This movie's <laughs> only an hour and nine minutes long. Only perfect. an hour and nine minutes long.
2: This movie is as perfect as
3: it gets.
2: And it moves at such a clip. So you don't get time to have both the board. The only thing. Okay. I actually have to discuss continuity for half a second. Oh, shit. Because they took. Okay. So they're going, well, he's, you know, it's been a millennia or a thousand years or some bullshit. The first date they show is 1065. Yes, I know. (laughs) Yeah. This is not 2065. There's no flying cars. (laughs) There's barely any internet. There's nobody walking around, dicking around on their phone. Do you really, really think there's going to be
3: flying cars in 2065? No, that's always a future gag.
2: <laughs> that's what people say. Now that, well, I expected to have my future car by now. This is some bullshit, you know. And it's like, okay, you know, we'll be the Jetsons I, and the Flintstones live on the ground. What are the things? I. Those are not. Those are in the same time period. What? If, Wake up, sheeple.
0: the things we I, have to mention of our two young. Main principal uh, characters is Mary Mac McKenzie, uh, played by Ellie uh, Emily De Ravine. If you yeah. think that all these outrageous characters and stuff you have are, you know, just and our two regular main young kids we follow through most of the film are normal, you would be wrong because Mac belongs to a very wood. wood- <laughs> Sportsman family. So you have this. That's
2: a nice way to put she, it. Yeah. She
0: has this scene. Well, it's her dad who's got the bazooka because they're they're big <laughs> NRA members, but she she brings for a gift because she's got the hots for our young Nicholas, uh, who is the grandson.
2: What's Nicholas's last name, sir? Yulson. <laughs> Nicholas Yulson, Nicholas of course. Yulson. And so she brings over. A,
0: a, a gift for grandpa and she says oh it's Wolverine my dad got it this morning and you would think <laughs> shot it this morning yes. she just shot it. he just shot it this morning it's Wolverine and you would think it was maybe cooked but no he raises the tinfoil and it's raw yet and not even yep.
2: skin he's got some hair on I guess yep.
0: <laughs> and she's all gun loving everything and she's just head over heels over Nicholas Yulson who is probably the only normal character out of the entire film. Maybe right. Um,
2: I did kind of like the kids. I, I like the I, kids. Uh, it, it, it you it needed continued-
3: some sort of normalcy in this movie. You needed you need someone to relate to in this movie because otherwise, yeah. this would just be your like uh, was that fucking hobo with the shotgun? Where it's just yeah. a bunch of fucking Fair. lunacy, you know? Where you as had much somebody as I enjoy that. Yes it's all it would be cuz that's the level of insanity that this movie gets to <sighs>
2: yeah she get, i love that cuz she gives the her her buddy he, she gives Nicholas like a toy that she found it it's a trans it's a gun that turns into like a butterfly transformer yeah, type thing she, yeah cuz he was
0: talking to the truck earlier on their way home from the jewish deli where they work yeah. uh how he yes. never got uh, a transformer or anything for Christmas. So here she comes in and she talks about guns and everything, and then she gives him a gun and he like freaks out.
2: Yes, <laughs> my favorite part of that is later on when Santa is attacking the house. He picks it up, looks at it, and goes, "I gave you know." So it's you know her brother like in '86. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm like, laughs> st- I love that stupid joke.
3: Oh, God, there were so many good ones. The, I, I would say if there's anything that I have to downgrade oh. this movie for, there's a scene where they're in that deli and yes. they pan over to the fridge and they the only sodas they have in there is mug and Pepsi in that <laughs> fridge. What kind of, <laughs> of <people> drinks those? <laughs> mug and Pepsi? What kind of horrible, uh, obviously it's tell, Hell Township because only in hell would they only serve mug and pepsi
2: see the mug threw me off too because i'm for half a second i went i'm not still watching santa with muscles that's a 90s soda what do you doing? yeah what? yeah oh it, it what grandpa jolly, not- no jolly
3: good you couldn't pick up any jolly good
2: grandpa apparently didn't have a whole lot of taste for soda no.
3: If he just says that. There, That's because nobody's drank blood. it since the nineties. That's why that mug root beer and the Pepsi are in there. He's sitting it, there for 15 15 years.
2: It. it was half god too. It probably He also claims <laughs> that, Oh, I forgot I haven't eaten today. And I'm like, and then once you find out that you know he's actually the angel, yeah. I'm like, Yeah, he probably doesn't really even need to no. eat.
3: <laughs> well, and then he, he, he gets run over for- and is basically like fucking Yoda in in the spirit form. <laughs> yeah.
2: No. No, he had the shorts with him. Yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, grandpa got run love- over by a reindeer. Yeah.
2: That was that, that, I, I am slightly ashamed that that made me laugh. Oh,
3: hey,
2: you yes. are having so much fun. There's a point
3: in a movie if you're having a lot of fun that yep. and, and this is how I am. Even shitty jokes will get a pop from me. Oh yeah! If I'm and having was, that much of a, a good time with it.
2: Well, part of it is just the bad acidness of that white buffalo drag. You know, with with horns <laughs> dragging that sleigh is just like well, man. That's and cool. in his outfit, it felt, it felt very Toothnasher, You know, like very much, the the goats that drive mm-hmm. Thor's you know chariot thing. So again, it kind of cl- you know kept tucking me into that Norse mythology. The production so it,
0: you know, design was right. just insanely good with the design of. Goldberg, Santa, the the whole his whole look at everything. It was like that oh, sold man. it for me right there. When I saw that, I'm like, I don't really care. That is so badass. I have not seen this before in a film. Uh, you know, when I first saw this movie, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, you know what? Uh, now we we have to be fair. It was in 2005, and some yep. of the jokes in here that you catch now do not land well in 2019
3: um, no they don't but but i took this movie trimmed,
2: yeah
3: yeah well the thing is i took it as like a trauma style movie but it is, where, yeah. no, where yeah. it is not politically correct and yeah. it, 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 obviously nowadays if w- this movie i would put in the lump with like full moon and and oh, yeah. trauma. Oh yeah, definitely. For sure, definitely. Yeah. It, which gives it that whole. I mean, it doesn't forgive the stuff, but I'm not going to retroactively cancel this movie. No, no, fucking. No.
2: And it, well, you could trim ten seconds, and all of a sudden, and then it's fine. Yeah. It's it's really it's just a couple of words where I went, "Ooh."
3: Yeah. As a as a society, let's stop doing that. Mm-hmm. Let's stop yeah. going back to old movies and and because oh. they say stuff like what I said before or a few questionable things. Yeah. Oh no, I some it, let's 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 not time. all of a sudden say, "Oh, this is an awful awful movie." We you're we're encouraging this kind of behavior. Oh, whatever, whatever. No. This it, 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 if that bothers yeah. you, just don't watch this movie. That's it
2: was all. the time, and some of those things were appropriate, and now we don't think they're as appropriate as no, you know. no. But uh, I've I've said shit in my life that I would not like to repeat. It, it
0: didn't it didn't <laughs> so, ruin the movie for me, but I just have to give the listeners no. a warning. Yeah, there are some jokes in here that uh, yeah. uh, nowadays definitely could. Uh, Be You know, it, it just don't land well today. But this film is still highly entertaining for just the batshit craziness that it does. And I swear I was trying to look up if David Steinman, who directed and wrote this and big surprise, this is his only real direction film ever before this. Or after this, he was an assistant to a number of directors and a production assistant on maybe half a dozen films. And that's it. This is like his one shot thing that he did. So and he does well. But he's I'm trying to look to see if he's from Wisconsin, because there's 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 the grandpa got grandma got run over by the reindeer reference. There's also, you know, you got Dave Thomas in here. You get the snow globe that is given to yeah. uh, a mac by uh, their boss at the jewish deli and it's the wisconsin snow globe
2: <laughs> yep <laughs> it yeah, is and she, he talks about the open farmland and yes. her, yeah i'm like it most films set in the midwest do not feel like they're set in the midwest for midwesterners this oh, one, this did. This one felt like it was made. Oh, here. definitely. Yeah, it was.
3: It, I thought it, Minnesota the entire yeah. time.
2: Minnesota. I, I like again. I kept putting it in Michigan because that's where Hell, the Michigan, town called yeah. Hell is. But I'm like, it fits. It it, it it makes sense. Yeah. Even the even the people populating the town. Yes. Like the you know, the, the old folks coming to see the nativity scene that he drives through that morning. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure I walked past them this morning yes. somewhere you know With the head they oh. look like you know, everybody it felt it didn't feel like hollywood midwest no. it felt like midwest it did feel
0: like midwest yeah. this guy must be from the midwest he has to be
2: and, and i know they filmed it in canada and canada oh, good chunks of canada like feel like the they're here and yeah. we accept them and they accept us and it's all good so <laughs> yeah but, yeah um, so uh dave thomas you know he's from the midwest even though he's canadian well it,
0: yeah, <laughs> but just seeing him in here, you know, you know, oh. it was great seeing Dave Thomas in here. Just brought back uh, Great White North
3: memories as well. Um, <laughs> yes. Oh, of course, but I think if the first opening scene doesn't grab you, the rest of the movie is not going to. That's one of the strongest yeah. fucking openings to a movie I've ever seen.
0: Yeah. If you can't get past the first five, ten minutes, this, this opening rampage scene, turn it off then because you're not going to get the rest of the film, which you're going to miss out yeah. on some awesome kills like Santa Goldberg Satan, however you want to call him, you would Satan, Satan, Shaitan, whatever. Yeah, you think he's going to break the stripper pole off and ram the guy through it, <laughs> but first he stops and he cleans, oh, yeah, right. he, he first <laughs> cleans the stripper pole before he rips it off because yeah, he, he goes, gets
3: a sprayer and sprays it down and, and, I, it
2: and I'm like. Yeah, you always wipe down the stripper pole <laughs> before you climb. It. That's so just that's, so just, that's just at it that And point. you think he's just going to do the
0: old skewer, but no, he tosses it to the guy. The guy holds it and then he kicks it up into a light that breaks and electrocutes the guy. <laughs> it
2: it it moves so quickly, and in these, all the kill Ooh. are just like boom boom. So it's not like you're sitting there laboring over something nope.
3: it's edited it just, well it's shot it well just, it's staged boom, boom, well boom, boom, boom. yes yeah. and
2: it just and so these there are these little jokes like this that just happen and then you move on yep. it happens and then you you have that moment to go wow and then it's yeah. done and i really especially cuz again it, it keeps this moving movie moving at such a clip oh yeah there isn't a whole lot of downtime it's and even when you're going to grandpa and the kid there's some weird stuff going on, so it just kind of It goes you- all over the place, like the stop motion yeah. animation section. It yes. goes, it exactly.
3: never sits for or long the- periods of time.
2: He's got the basement where he builds stuff, and then that has a bunker in it, and it turns out it's got a secret passage in it that leads to the <laughs> garage. garage. And it's just like, okay. And then and at this point, I believe
0: that too. And then you've got keys, <laughs> which you think are leading to the truck truck, but no, they
2: pull out snowmobiles. <laughs> He pulls out the sled yeah
3: oh man so much this movie is, is great an hour Bonkers. and nine minutes well worth your time how many Brother. jingle balls boys are we giving this gimmick doc i'm start with you how many jingle balls okay.
2: before i answer i gotta ask you a question sir yes did you sit through all the credits
3: oh, i want to say i did did you get the after credit sequence
2: did you get the after-credit sequence? Because it's it made me laugh intently.
3: R- remind me, I, I, okay. I right now I'm not thinking of it. Hold on. So
2: they show some bloopers during, the, you know, as you go into the credits, and then if you sit through all of them patiently, like the good MCU fan you are. Oh, I fucking you know me. I stopped looking at that bullshit. I <laughs> out, you don't give me a gimmick
3: in the movie. Fuck you. I'm gone.
2: You cut to Goldberg Santa. Staring at a list, and then he turns to the camera, and he goes, Who's next? <laughs> hold on here. I got to uh,
3: see this for myself. I obviously must have turned it off. It is it is almost the last
2: thing that happened. I laughed my butt off so hold hard. Hold on. Hold on. I got it on right now. Keep For the uninitiated, while Derek watches this, that was Goldberg's catchphrase in the wrestling. Well, because his gimmick was he had... A reign of undefeatedness,
0: which you'd hadn't seen before in wrestling. It was a bold gimmick. It well, was an interesting not recently, not that anyway, recently, yeah. but it was an interesting gimmick that no one had seen for a while. And they Goldberg
3: sold it well. You you liked him. I mean, you know, because that was until they uh, WWF made him basically well, stone cold light. Fuck that. Fuck that. Yeah,
2: period. That's no, I'm talking degree. about Whatever. WCW
0: yeah. period Goldberg, where he was awesome. He
2: was charismatic. WCW baby. And he right, actually gave go, Hogan oh, a run. Oh, you oh, found it. It's like, end of credits.
3: Oh, God, that's all it is. (laughs) It's basically basically like the Evil Dead remake pop with fucking uh,
2: Bruce Campbell. Yes. Yes, Yes, that's exactly (laughs) it. It's it's out of, it's a, we know the guys, you watching this because you like Goldberg, here's that moment that yeah. you were looking for the entire film we're gonna put it here so it doesn't actually detract from the film oh, that's funny and I laughed my butt oh, I off loved I love that <laughs> which I did through a lot of this film so oh. going back to the actual question I was at I give this two bells in a heartbeat because I had a boatload of fun watching this it is a horror movie only because a lot of folks get killed There's no real suspense. There's no real whatever to it, but it's it's meant to be humorous, and it actually succeeds more than it fails. Yes. Where Santa with Muscles is supposed to be a family comedy, it's not funny. I did not find it very humorous. It's awkwardly humorous at times, but it it doesn't play well. This one played very well to me. And again, had we all been sitting together watching Santa with Muscles, we probably would have had a much better time as a group. This one played well. Just me sitting sad and alone by myself on my (laughs) couch. If we were together watching this, we would have been dying. We We would would have have passed out. I wanted to go and I want to go already and like share this with other folks that went, why didn't we watch this forever ago? We should have gone to the theater to see this. What is wrong with us?
3: I am going to type of thing. Yeah, I'm going to be putting this on at the family get together for Christmas (laughs) for sure. This good. is definitely going on. My he sister stayed- will be like, oh, what's a good Christmas movie. I'm going <laughs> to put Santa
2: Slave on it. It is ridiculous. It is a good natured ridiculous. It knows what it is and provides what you expect. It is. There are a couple of like little almost story moments and it's a couple of the things you expect. The <laughs> Most of Goldberg's one lighters are funny. He has a couple of moments where they they do the let's play slightly out of the character you expected moment, which are funny. He is charismatic. The, the main characters are enough engaging. There is enough actual actors in this that I enjoy that, you know, like Robert Culp and David Thomas and all. I, I found very little fault with this film. Mm. I had a good-ass time watching this.
3: Yeah, yeah, that's great.
0: Mark, how many Jingle Balls? Well, considering this is about my fifth time watching this film... What in the last week? No, no, no. Since <laughs> uh, since I've had it, since I knew it was out, it's like my fifth. I feel bad that I was not with you for it's, those. Five
3: times. Oh man, I, I really kicked myself for never it, having watched this. It
0: surprised before. me hearing that you two had never watched this before. Uh, I hadn't watched either of these, which before. surprised the hell out of me that you hadn't watched yep. Santa Slay before, because watching it every time, I I la- It's it is unapologetically batshit crazy. Knows what, yes. for all the things you said, now. It, it, I love movies that uh, are entertaining. They know what they are and they play to that, yes. and they don't try to be anything other than that. You don't have some kind of arc with Goldberg's character. You don't have they, that's not what you want to see. You want to see Satan Claus, Satan, whatever you want to call him kill people in a festive seasonal way. And he does that left and right. Um I love this movie. Jill Jill checked out of this one. Uh but for me it, it gets both uh, a jingle balls and a Yule log. Um I just
3: Oh my, <laughs> Oh I didn't Ooh. know that was an option. <laughs> this just got sexy <laughs> I, I, I just is, is Gene Simmons the one that's putting that Yule log in the
0: fireplace <laughs> That's right. He's holding it with his tongue anyway <laughs> oh, <dear. laughs> yeah, yeah no I I have a blast with this film every time I watch it um, I watch it <sighs> yeah it's it's insane and it's it the what what I always love is especially with the opening act the fact you got the actors who you did even for this strong opening even though they're not in the rest of the film the fact that they did that scene alone I I, I just like That's what endears me with this movie because I look at it going, "Here's some actors who just went on a whim because this sucker was not made for much of anything," and we haven't mentioned the very interesting soundtrack to this film. It's a good soundtrack. It's a good soundtrack, and I want that freaking song that plays in the kids uh, in the truck when they're playing it. I forgot the exact the hip hop -hop song? song it's got to so like yeah it's got to be somewhere because i'm just listening to the words to it and i just started rolling cuz i had not paid
2: attention before but yeah this it's in the credits yeah. too they have a longer version of the credits too
0: yeah they do and it just it's one of those films where it cuz the song is basically a story of the film and yeah i i dug this film i dig this film every time i watch it um, it's not just because I'm a Goldberg fan, I just, I, it's a, f- it's really a different film. You're just, you sit back and you, you enjoy it for what it is, you know, it doesn't shy away from anything,
3: really. It's nope, you know, so yeah, that's putting it, that's putting it lightly. This <laughs> gets, you better get a wheelbarrow out for the jingle balls on this one. This is. <laughs> This this movie may be my new Christmas movie. I may watch this every Christmas now. Fuck all the rest of Christmas movies. Fuck Christmas Story. <laughs> Fuck uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Santa Sleigh is the new fucking holiday movie of the century. I, I kick myself. I regret all these years all 14 of the last years that I haven't watched fucking Santa's Night. My life's been a sham. It's been a fucking sham that I haven't watched this goddamn gimmick. That Any movie that starts out with the first shot being Fred Drescher's Rack, you got me!
2: I'm in! And she's Seriously? not doing voice either. You voice know, either. She's talking kind of normal. She, no,
3: she's being a normal person with huge boobs. <laughs> Great. Great gimmick. Great gimmick. So, yeah, I can't really add much more to this that the boys didn't already say. This movie is a fucking blast. Do you like Peter early Peter Jackson era comedy? You like Sam Raimi style comedy? You like trauma? You like uh, early full moon, like the sillier stuff? You're going to love this movie. That's it. I mean, uh, two uh, jingle balls across the board on this one. I don't know. Let's go into the final verdict here. I don't think it's even a question. Santa Slay wins this thing. It does. Yes.
2: Like I predicted even before we watched the films Spear, Jackhammer, one, two, three, (laughs) pin. there's Goldberg no walking into the club and going ho ho hoes, <laughs> and then pointing to the mistletoe as the reason why he could smooch on that girl yep, that had exactly no so just
3: so you know he, this isn't a me too movement there's a mistletoe there yes <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh unbelievable this was this was fun boys even though man that's santa with muscles Oof. that was that was a rough one so Thanks for coming on again for another Christmas episode of ARZ. Thank you guys for listening. Ho, ho, Hogan.
2: Ho, ho, Hogan. Hogan. Uh, (laughs) Who's next?